What is up, what is up, what is up, everybody? Welcome to The Black Box, the show where we unpack, unbox, and unwrap everything black. I'm your girl, Big C. Happy Monday, y'all. That's right, another money-making Monday. Another week has come and gone, and another week is right here in our faces. How are y'all doing today? I hope y'all woke up on the right side of the bed this morning. I hope y'all had a good weekend. I had a good weekend. Spent it with my girls. Had a good time. Um, First and foremost, happy Indigenous Peoples Day period to all my native americans to all my people who are native to this land before it was considered found happy indigenous people's day this day is for y'all um y'all deserve the world and more point blank period i mean the world was y'all's literally literally before the white man came and stole it so happy indigenous people's day to all of my native americans all my natives um hope everybody had a good weekend like i said i had a pretty good weekend I went out on Friday with a couple of friends. It was a really nice Friday. We got nice and ratchet. Yes, we did. Got real nice and real ratchet real quick. It was really nice. Um, On Sunday, I didn't really do much. Watch football. Y'all already know how we do on Sundays. It's football all day, every day on Sunday. Y'all already know. So before we get into our discussion topic for the day, I do want to give a little, you know, you know how I do before we start every show, y'all. I got to give y'all the little news tidbits. So let me just get right on into that. Um, First and foremost, prayers up to Dak Prescott. Y'all, me and my mom, we were watching, along with my baby Tipper, my dog, we were watching a football yesterday, per usual, and, you know, we just casually watching the Dallas gang, you know, rooting for Dallas, hoping they get it together, you know, I'm not rooting for Dallas, you know. I'm not a Dallas fan. I'm a Texans fan, but I will admit there are some players on the Dallas Cowboys team that I do root for, and Dak Prescott just so happens to be one of them. Y'all, we just watching the game, and then all of a sudden, in one play, this man's ankle is broken, shattered. I was like, oh my god you know like how it's like certain stuff you really wish you like just did not witness that was one of those things but oh my god y'all it was so so sad like they had to cart him put him on the little cart and roll him all the way back to the locker room i think my um because you know my daddy he's like the sports guru i think he did say he does have to have ankle surgery so praying 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 it's not like a career ending career ending injury and hopefully he comes back from it quick so y'all prayers up for Dak Prescott Ugh, just so so sad so unfortunate and it's just crazy because like I mean all sports are dangerous but like football that's a whole nother monster in itself like ugh, oh my god dangerous but prayers up for Dak Prescott we wish you a speedy recovery a safe recovery on the black box and we cannot wait to see you back out on the field doing your thing and we know you're gonna come back better and stronger than ever so get well soon Dak Prescott uh all of you should know Cardi B celebrated her birthday on I believe her official birthday was yesterday on Sunday but she had a party I believe Saturday night and it was a very star-studded event of course a few of our faves were there. Megan the Stallion, the City Girls, Queen, um, Tokyo Styles, who was her hairstylist, was there. Uh, who else? It was a lot of people there. 
I'm trying to think of everybody who did, because I don't know if y'all saw on social media, they did that cute little photo booth thing where, it, like, the camera goes around you in slow motion. Very cute. Very, very cute. I don't know what the theme was. It looked like it was, like, an Arabian Nights type of theme. But everybody was dressed in their ratchet, rich ratchet finest. So, it was a star-studded event. And her future ex-husband, Offset, he gifted her a car. He gifted her a Rolls Royce. I don't know why he keeps buying her vehicles. She has made it very clear that she cannot drive, but hey, if you got it like that, these these rappers out here just buying their girls' cars just to just for the heck of it. I wish somebody would buy me a car just for the heck of it. But happy birthday to Cardi B. I don't know how old she is. 20, 28, 27, 28, around that age. I'm not quite sure. But happy birthday to her. Hope she had a good birthday. And last but not least. I don't know if y'all heard about this presidential debate, round two, but it is canceled. Because Lil Donnie said, I refuse to do this virtually. I will not be showing up virtually. And we all knew what this was. We knew him catching COVID was a manipulation tactic, a camp tactic. Because he, he has nothing else to say. He has nothing else to offer. He has no plans. He has no mission. He has no solutions to anything. He ran out of gas at the first debate. So why would he show up for the second one? Point blank period. Just another excuse to get out of doing the work he signed up to do, which is be the president. A job he knew he was underqualified for. Just hang it up, sir. Just hang it up, Agent Orange. Resign. 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 But yeah, the presidential debate round two is canceled. So we all knew that was coming anyway. So we weren't even worried about that, little Donnie. And speaking of presidents, y'all, I'm going to plug this in every time. Do not forget to vote. If you live in the state of Texas, early voting starts Tuesday, October 13th. So I hope you are registered. I hope y'all use this time wisely and got registered to vote. But early voting in Texas opens Tuesday, October 13th, and it's all the way until Friday, October 30th. So, y'all, please hit the polls. Go vote. I know you don't want to be standing in them long lines on November 3rd going to vote. So, please vote early. You literally have pretty much the rest of October to vote. Go vote. Get your booty to the polls. That's just on period. And that's all I got for our little news tidbits, y'all. Let's get into this black talk, okay? Like y'all know, sometimes on Monday we do discussion topics. And our discussion segment is called Black Talk. So today, today on Black Talk, our topic is the five stereotypes I feel that black women face. And how we as black women could change that perception. So, I know I've been doing things, like, lately as far as discussion topics, like, in fives. I don't know why five is just kind of, like, my lucky number because, I don't know. I've just been finding things, like, in fives, which is odd. I hope that's a good omen and not a bad omen, but five has just been, like, on my mind. It's, like, not too much, but not too little. It's, like, a good in the middle. Ooh, ooh, did y'all hear that rhyme? She's a poet, you know? She's She's a poetess, you know? I do this on the daily, but yes. So today we are talking about the five stereotypes I feel that black women face and how we as black women can change the perception, okay? So the first stereotype that I feel a lot of black women face is the angry black woman stereotype. 
And some of the characteristics of the angry black woman could include uh, she always has an attitude or she's aggressive. She's constantly picking fights, picking arguments, and she's always loud, always voicing her opinion, always doing too much, always confrontational. Now, we as black women, these are some of the things I think we can do to change being perceived as angry black women. One, don't stop being assertive, queen. I know y'all was like, girl, I know this girl is not going to get on here and say black women need to change to suit the world. Absolutely not. This is not that type of show. This will never be that type of show. Not never, ever, ever. As long as I breathe, as long as I am running the black box, it will never be that. We will always uplift the black woman on this channel, babes. And that's just on period. So, in order to change the stereotype of you being an angry black woman, don't stop being assertive. Don't let off their neck, sis. You keep, you keep applying pressure. Because a lot of times I feel in society, black women especially, because, you know, we're talking about black women today on this show. I'm not talking about all women, brown women. No, we're talking about black women today. I feel like a lot of times people take black women being assertive or being you know in control or being dominant they take that as them having an attitude or being angry or being um for lack of a better word a dick and to me in my opinion that's a them problem that's not a you problem queen if they can't handle your confidence if they can't handle your strength if they can't handle your assertiveness then maybe they're not cut out it has nothing to do with you, queen. So don't ever, don't ever, ever stop being assertive. Don't ever stop standing for what you believe in. That's number one. Number two, don't stop being passionate, queen. Every, and, and they be like, that's an age-old argument. Like, I'm not angry, I'm passionate. We absolutely are passionate. I find it very funny that every other race outside of black people and black women especially can be passionate about their people, can be passionate about their beliefs, their morals, their ethics. They can be passionate and go out in the streets or go out on social platforms and voice their opinion and voice it proudly without people. Oh my gosh, she's just so angry. Oh my gosh, she just has a chip on her shoulder. Oh my, they can do all that but as soon as a black woman stands up for her people stands up for what she believes in voices her opinion in public and on a public platform all of a sudden outright oh my god she's so comfortable oh, oh my god no sweetie i'm passionate take that how you want it and i don't really care how you take it because i am the way i am and i'm not gonna change it especially especially not to suit you and that's on point blank period Never stop being passionate, queen. Stand up for what you believe in, like my good friend says, okay? Have good character. Stand on what you say. And that's what black women do time and time again. Don't stop being passionate, queen. And the last thing you can do to, quote-unquote, change um, this stereotype being perpetuated on you is never silence yourself, queen. Don't ever silence yourself. Be louder than ever, Okay, if they are uncomfortable with your vibrance, tell them to plug their ears. Point blank, period. I feel a lot of times people expect black women to be quiet, to tone ourselves down. And even like in like, what is it called? Internalize. Like sometimes it's internalized. Like it could come from family. It could come from friends. It could come from people you've known for years. You know, it doesn't just always come from the outside world. Like, for example, for myself. 
I'm a loud person naturally. I'm just naturally loud. I honestly think the thing in your brain that controls the volume of your voice, mine is very much off kilter because I literally, I literally could be having like a plain regular conversation, and then your next thing, the next thing you know, somebody's like, "Sierra, why, why are you yelling? Like, where's your inside voice?" I honestly think I get that from my nanny on my mama's side, my granny. She, she's not, she's not a silent woman. You can hear her down the road and across the block you can hear her I get that from her so a lot of times when I was younger you know of course when you're a kid you're probably louder than you'll ever be in your whole entire life because you know you're a kid you don't have no filter you're just a kid being you and it came from a family member he was very much like oh my gosh she's so loud and luckily thankfully I have the mother that I have she stood up for her loud baby girl she was like she's a kid she's a kid she's loud it's not gonna change it's probably gonna get worse but she's a kid she's loud and I'm just happy that I had you know that type of upbringing where my mother was very much like girl be yourself if you loud be loud but you know of course as I went through life she taught me how to turn it on and turn it off which I still kind of have trouble with not even gonna lie to you it's still a volume control struggle over here but if I had any other type of mother a mother that would have liked to see me conform to society she very much would have told me to tone it down to lower my voice to you know soften my voice to fit what other people thought I should be absolutely not absolutely not don't ever silence your voice queen period and that's how you get rid of the black women stereotype being perpetuated on yourself I hope that helped you okay number two Another stereotype I feel black women face is the bitter black woman. And some of the characteristics that uh, come with that is she's always mad at the world. She doesn't want anyone to be happy if she isn't happy. She blames everyone and everything for her problems but herself. And one way we can quote unquote change that perception of us is be angry but channel that anger, that energy, that rage into something positive and productive. I feel as black women, we, I don't know if y'all know this, which we all should at this point in our lives as black women, we should know this. We are double oppressed. We are black first and foremost, and we are women. So it's like hell in a handbasket for us, no matter what we do. We face hell from the outside world because we're black and we face hell from our own community sometimes because we are women that's just how it goes for us i don't know why god saw fit to put that on our shoulders because he knew we could handle it that's why point blank period but a lot of times black women we being double oppressed we face a lot of trial and tribulation and we sometimes don't always or usually never have people come to our defense because we're perceived to always be in control, to always be strong, to never show weakness. You know, we come from a long lineage of women and, you know, mothers, grandmothers, aunts, you know, sisters, daughters, a long lineage of women having to be strong because it's what they had to do and a lot of times what could come off as bitterness is really just internalized hurt internalized pain internalized trauma that was never dealt with so it could come off as bitterness but i'm here to tell you today queen do not let the pain the trials the tribulation do not let that stop you from doing what god put you on this earth to do Find your purpose. 
find your calling find whatever it is that brings you joy i don't care what it is whether it's making mini sculptures whether it's running a fortune 500 company do it sis because you absolutely have every you are capable is basically what i'm trying to say whatever it is that you want to put your energy towards you are more than capable you are more than qualified don't let the title of bitter and angry sit on your shoulders sit in your heart and stop you from being the best woman that you could possibly be because that's what they want they want you to you know prove the stereotype right they want you to be angry they want you to be bitter don't even give them the satisfaction sis don't don't do it put that pain put that hurt put that trauma first of all deal with it if that's the case if there is something just truly holding you down weighing you down go talk to somebody i know a lot of black people don't believe in therapy and i just think that is absolutely bonkers to me go talk to somebody if you really can't if you don't have any family any friends no one you can talk to please go find you a therapist please Go talk to somebody, heal that, and grow from that, queen, because we we need you. Point blank period, we need you. We do not have time for queens to be sitting on the couch. You are at home, you're sitting on the couch, you watch the TV, and your life is passing you by. We don't have time, queen. We got things to do. So put that anger, be angry. Be, you have every right to feel however you feel, but channel those feelings into something positive and productive. Something that could not only really help you, but help a long line of black women who could, who probably feel exactly how you do. So that's one way to quote unquote change being a bitter black woman. Two, I mean, number three, uh, another uh, stereotype that I feel black women face is the ghetto stereotype. Um, and some of the characteristics that come from the ghetto stereotype are they're loud, they're obnoxious, they're ignorant, and the whole, like, hoochie stereotype. I feel like being ghetto and hoochie kind of go, like, hand in hand. Because it's like, oh, if you ghetto, you hoochie. So, some things that we could do to quote-unquote change the ghetto stereotype is, one, don't let labels define you, queen. Don't ever let labels define you. People often label things they don't understand to make them comfortable. So, if the way you wear your hair, if you're vibrant, if you're, you know, the way you wear your clothes, how you talk, if that if that bothers them, that's on them. Like I said before, that's a them issue, sis. That's not a you issue. And they have something they need to figure out with themselves. And that has nothing to do with you. Because they don't know where you come from. They don't know your background. They don't know what you've been through. They don't know what you've seen. So, for them to call you ghetto based on outward appearance, huh? I'm like, baby, go check that at the door. That has nothing to do with me. Point blank, period. Don't ever let people label you to make themselves comfortable. And you don't ever have to fit into what people label you. They can call you ghetto all, all the, as long as the day is long. They can call you that all day long, but it's up to you to define who you are. And a lot of times, our culture that they jack, our style that they jack, our lingo that they try to emulate, our mannerisms that they try to practice and learn so they can uh, put it in a TikTok video, they were meant for us to understand. So if they don't understand it, that's perfectly fine because it was never, and I said never, meant for them. So that's number one. Number two, don't be scared of some knowledge, queen. I said scared. That's right. I took it to Nelly. Don't be scared of some knowledge. When they call you ghetto, 
they are basically I feel like when people call you ghetto it's to keep you where you are so if somebody was to call you ghetto it's like oh you're so ghetto I I kind of like see ghetto as like being dumb or like being ignorant which you know I guess society has taught me but sometimes that's just how you are you was raised in the ghetto. You was raised in the hood. That's just how you are. But don't let where you come from or where you were raised stop you from wanting better, from doing better, from um changing your surroundings, whatever it is that you want to do. Don't let your surroundings stop you from going places you want to go, seeing things you want to see, um, enjoying things that you want to enjoy just because you come from a certain place. Don't let your circumstances or your surroundings stop you from elevating yourself. And then when you do get to that point of elevation, help those that come from where you come from. You feel what I'm saying? Because they want to keep us at a lower level. They want us to stay in the ghetto and not rise. They want us to stay in the ghetto and keep perpetuating that, you know, the cycle of poverty. They That's where they want us, y'all. So that's why they label us like that. We have to show them different. And we will show them different. Because we are not our circumstances. We are not where we grew up. Even though it is in us. You feel what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. It could be in you all day. But that's not who you are. Are. you know you're better and even if you're not better you could be better point blank period don't be scared of some knowledge reach higher than your surroundings if you don't like your surroundings if you don't like living in the ghetto change it if you're proud to be from the ghetto that's good too be proud of where you come from but don't ever let them try to make you feel like where you come from is where you're gonna stay because that's very much not the case you can do anything you want to do you can go anywhere you want to go period and the last thing you can do to quote unquote change the stereotype is if they call you a hoochie, tell them thank you. Point blank period. If they say, oh, she's such a hoochie, thank you. Thank you very much. I am. I am. And your man, your man wants a hoochie, so you might want to take notes, sis. Point blank period. They wish. The reason they're calling you a hoochie is because they wish. They wish, sis. They wish they was hot like you. They wish those thighs that you have were theirs. They wish those hips that you had were theirs. They wish those lips that you have are theirs. They wish the way you talk, they could talk. They wish. They wish, sis. So they hate. They be on that hateration because they wish. They want. They envy. Don't ever. Ooh, y'all. It be getting me hot. It be getting me hot because the hate be so real, y'all. The hate be so real they wish they wish they had the drip like we do they wish people try to control what they fear and that's pretty much what has been done to the black community for like centuries and it's still going on they try to control us we have to break the chain y'all we have to be the ones to change it and we can do it queens we absolutely can do it. I'm talking to my black women now. I know it's supposed to be for all the black people, for all my black community, but I'm talking to the queens right now. It starts with us. We are the creators. We are the innovators. We we are the originators, y'all. If y'all don't know what the Eve gene is, go look it up. Go look it up. I encourage you to go look up what the Eve gene is. It'll change your life. It changed mine. You can't tell me nothing now. It changed my life. So, yes. Third stereotype, ghetto stereotype. Those are the things you can do to quote unquote change 
that stereotype being perpetuated, change about yourself from that stereotype being perpetuated onto you. The fourth stereotype I feel that a lot of black women face is the bougie stereotype. Now, I've, I have actually experienced being called bougie or being like treated as if I'm bougie and sometimes I have no problem with it because I don't, in a way, I don't see bougie as like being a bad thing or like I don't see it as like an insult because well, let me just get into the characteristics of what comes with the bougie stereotype. So, if you've ever been called bougie, you've probably been called stuck up, high maintenance, or arrogant. Uh, one of those three. I've been called two of those two of those things. I've been called stuck up, and I've been called high maintenance. And I'm so sorry, but <laughs> this may sound mean. I refuse to apologize for the fact that I live well. Like, my parents work very, very hard to give me a life that they didn't necessarily, you know, have. Like, my grandparents did the best, the very best that they possibly could. And, you know, my mom and my dad, they wanted for nothing, you know, at all. Like, my their parents gave them the world as best that they possibly could. And so my parents could afford me to do the same thing. They worked very hard. So, yes, I come from a two- parent home yes i have been on multiple vacations i have been overseas yes i am spoiled as heck spoiled okay i ask i receive because i'm a good child sometimes that's just how it works but i just refuse to apologize for that and a lot of people or a lot of let me say guys that i have tried to talk to have tried to make me feel bad about that like oh my god you need to you need to lower your standards you need to you too high maintenance like ain't no man gonna want to deal with all that let me tell you something the right man will the right man will and this is what we can do as black women to change quote unquote change how that stereotype is perpetuated onto us the first thing you can do is don't lower your standards don't ever lower your standards matter of fact raise them because they're probably not high enough, sis. They're high according to, you know, what you're used to or what you think is high. No, they're absolutely not high enough. Reach for the stars when it comes to your standards, girl. Go above and beyond because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the right man, it, it, it'll it be like, it'll be a cakewalk to him. Have y'all seen that? Um, I think it's a tweet or some meme or something like that where... It's basically saying, like, one man's, oh, my God, that's too much, is another man's, dang, that's all you need. Very much that energy. The right man will come along and do, will meet your expectations and then some. Don't ever lower your standards, queen. If they can't measure up, tell them to hit it. Tell them to hit it. Like, baby, what did Tony say on uh, Girlfriend? You got to be this tall to ride this ride, Period period you gotta meet these you gotta meet meet this criteria to ride this ride and that's just on period don't ever lower your standards continue to hold your head high keep that crown lifted i know we fall we fall down but we get up donnie mcclurkin we fall sometimes we forget we stumble we misstep but you you gotta you gotta put it right back queen you can't let it keep slipping because once you let it slip a little bit what is it? You give them an inch, they take them out. You can't let them slip because then they start to get comfortable. Then, oh, well, she just, I mean, it was high at first, but I pretty much can't. No, sis, not never. 
not never. Know your worth, then add tax. In the words of the poetess Sukihana, okay? Know your worth, then add tax. I personally don't mind getting called bougie. You know, if you call me bougie, that just makes me think that you think I'm expensive. And you're absolutely right, I am. So don't come over here with that bargain basement stuff. So I have no problem with that. But I know a lot of black women who don't like to be called bougie or who see bougie as negative when I really want you guys to start seeing it as a positive. Because it really is a positive, in my opinion. But you know, you take it how you want. But don't ever, 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 ever lower your standards. Don't. They expect us, I feel, this is just my opinion, I feel they expect us as black women to lower our standards because it's like, well, y'all need to take what y'all can get. Absolutely not. A lot of people think Carrie Hilson, the singer slash songwriter, Carrie Hilson, is crazy because her standards are too high. That's how a lot of people feel about Chili. Well, they're going to be single forever and they need to lower their standards. Why? Why? If these are the things, why can men have a list of criteria about women? She got to be this tall. She got to be uh, this uh, skin color. She has to have this type of body. She can't have kids. She has to have a full-time job. She has to have her own car. She needs to live by herself. She can't have no roommates. This, that, and the third. Why can men have a list of criteria for women? But when women have a list of criteria for men and we refuse to waver from that criteria, oh my gosh, she's asking for too much. She's doing too much. <laughs> Baby, just because you don't measure up doesn't mean somebody else won't. So why don't you get on out of line and let the next contestant step up so I can see what he got. Because you're wasting my time. Point blank, period. So that's how you can change the bougie stereotype. But per- me personally, baby, I like it. That mean- What it say? That means you think I'm expensive. Point blank, period. Okay? Okay? And the last stereotype that I feel a lot of black women face is the overly sexualized stereotype i don't know about y'all but it kind of creeps me out when and i'm all for like interracial dating like dating outside of your race like i'm very much for that you know love is love point blank period i'm all for black love i'm pro black love i will always be pro black love but you know if you find love outside of your own community that is absolutely fine and wonderful too but i just find it very odd and it's sometimes even in our in, in our black community that, well, apparently, you know, chocolate girls aren't the most desirable girls, whatever. I think that's just completely whack. But whenever I try or attempt to, like, have conversation with the dude outside of my race, they always take it to, like, oh, my God, you chocolate ebony goddess, you spicy herb god. I'm like, what? is going on here like they always make it about my skin tone or my you the first chocolate girl i didn't ever talk to like that's a privilege y'all like i'm just so privileged my little chocolate self to just be talking to you oh my god i cannot believe y'all like my ex was really like that like when we first started talking he was like you all deal with chocolate girls and me and my low self-esteem and my low confidence and not knowing who i was at the time me just thinking that was an honor well i'm the first i'm his first chocolate girl and not realize not realizing that that was very colorist very very colorist not real me and my naivete not realizing how colorist that was but it seems like 
I don't know. Like the obs- I don't know what it is. Like the whole jungle fever thing. It bothers me. Cause it's like don't don't date me. I don't know how this turned into a relationship rant, y'all. But I promise I'm gonna get back on track. But my whole thing is like don't date me just because you looking for some chocolate or don't date me because you know you want to go outside of your preference and try a chocolate girl no because i'm not going to be that token chocolate girl i'm just not so the characteristics for the overly sexualized stereotype of black women is like the over one is the over exaggeration of like a skin tone or a skin color like when they over exaggerate whether you're light skin or dark skin which it really shouldn't matter the second thing is they call you a hoochie, the hoochie thing again. Um, another characteristic is that you're easy. And then my last characteristic is that like you're a hoe, you're a thought. I just feel like the black community is just so quick to label somebody like, or are so quick to like slut shame. We have that really bad in the black community, especially amongst us black women. What another woman does with her body is nobody's business but her own. But let's get into some of the changes you can make to, you know, not have that stereotype perpetuated on you one don't tone down who you are to please others queen don't ever do it if you are a hypersexual person whether you are hypersexual in the way you talk whether you're hypersexual in the way you dress you know whatever in your dating whatever it is that is nobody's business but your own and whomever you are seeing and if they try to tell you to tone it down tell them to tone it up because they're not doing enough that's why they're over there sad and lonely. They're mad, sis, because you can get a man or a woman, and they can't. Tell them to mind their business and pipe down and drink their drink and eat their food. Period. Don't ever tone down who you are to please someone. I feel like, especially with black women, I don't, and this just really bothers me because I feel like with white women, they are allowed to be as sexually free as they want to be. They could have had orgies, threesomes. Um, been gang banged by day day in the squad like all of that and you know there's there's nothing wrong like they're perfectly fine they're still little angels but let a black woman who is finding herself in her sexual freedom want to try things want to experiment well my girl can't have more than two bodies or my girl can't have been with like i think ot uh genesis just said it he was he did an interview recently he was like well i don't want to date a girl who slept with more than two rappers and da, da, da. what sir what that woman does with her body is her business and her business alone do not try to perpetuate your what is it your toxic masculinity your fragile masculinity on that at that on her that has nothing to do with her. Just because you was out there thotting and bopping and you know how girls get down. That that don't have nothing to do with her. Whatever you did before you met her and whatever she did before you before she met you, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Just be safe. You know, I'm all about sexual freedom. Just please be safe. But yes, number one, don't tone down who you are to please others. Point blank period. If he can't handle that you're a little freakly, he not the one. He ain't the one. Point blank period. He or she ain't the one. Depending on how you swing. We versatile over here. Number two. Your body, your choice, queen. Period. We don't even need to get into like a deep discussion about that. I don't even know why things like this are up for debate. Like, it's her body. It's her choice. Whatever she decides to do with it, 
it's her choice. If she want to wear shorts that show her little cheeks at the bottom, that's her business. If she wants to wear a tube top and no bra to show her nipple rings, that's her business. If she wants to wear bamboo earrings and get her tongue pierced, that's her business. Point blank period. Mind yours. Go get you some business because you all up in hers. Her body, her choice. Number two. And number three, we do not live to serve the men. Serve the men. We do not live to serve the male ego. Period. I'm not here to make you comfortable, sir. I'm here to be me. I'm here to be who God put me on this earth to be. Okay? I'm not here to stroke your ego. I'm so sorry, babes. I mean, it, I feel like it's different when you get in a relationship. Because, you know, when you are in a relationship, hopefully you're in a relationship with somebody who respects you. Somebody who respects how you express yourself, whether it be through clothes, through body art, through, you know, hairstyles, makeup, whatever. So hopefully you're not with a person who liked how you were when they met you, but then tried to change you because, you know, that's just not going to work. And you, I feel like in a relationship, you shouldn't change yourself unless it's for the better, like... If he tell you to stop wearing the low-cut v, v dresses or whatever because you're embarrassing him, that's that's a him problem. He needs to be secure in the fact that you his girl and you're not going home with nobody else but him. But if he's telling you, like, babe, you know, I wish you would dress a little more conservative in front of my family, I feel like that's doable. Because, you know, you can't have you, ha- you can't have the girls titting in front of the babies. You know, you just can't do it. You just can't do it, girl. But... We don't live to serve the male ego. That's just point blank period. I know women are here to serve, you know, or be helpers. That's what the Bible says. We're here to be helpers. But, you know, I'm not here to satisfy your need to control something. That's just how I feel. I'm not here to basically like what I said, basically like stroke your ego. I'm just I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to really change the core of who I am to soothe your insecurities. That's what it is. Don't do it, queen. And that's it, y'all. Those are the five stereotypes that I feel a lot of women face. The angry black woman stereotype, not every woman. Every black woman faces, I feel. The angry uh, black woman stereotype, the bitter black woman stereotype, the ghetto black woman stereotype, the bougie black woman stereotype, and the overly sexualized stereotype. So I hope all of my points or changes, because they're not really changes. I'm really encouraging you guys to just be who you are and not let society define you. Because that's that's really what they're trying to do. They're trying to define us. They're trying to keep us in certain boxes and certain tick marks. And we're more diverse than that. We are everything, literally. I'm telling y'all, go look up what the Eve gene is and who has the Eve gene. And it will change your life. That's what inspired me, aside from my mama sending me, like, you know discussion topics that's kind of what inspired me to do like the five stereotypes that black women face i feel and you know what we can do to quote unquote change but not really change to uplift us so i hope y'all enjoyed it that's all i have for black talk y'all i really hope y'all enjoyed this week's topic to all my black queens out there i just want y'all to know that y'all are loved if y'all don't hear it from nobody else today you're gonna hear it from big c you are loved i love you you are a queen you are a goddess you are an empress you are an innovator you are a creator you are the originator you are the end and the be all baby girl you are the sun and the moon and the stars and the planets in between you are the universe you are the galaxy everything you are everything black woman and i love you point blank period 
I hope y'all enjoyed this week's topic. I hope it made sense. I hope my changes made sense. If you get what I'm trying to go. If you get where I'm trying to go with it. But I hope I see y'all on Friday for the Black Review. We're getting back into it with Lovecraft Country, y'all. Did y'all watch it? Did you watch it? I know you did, because I did. But, yes. Come back on Friday for the Black Review. We're going to get into Lovecraft Country and a little something else. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit me up on my socials, T-H-E-E underscore B-L-A-Q box. That's my Instagram and my Twitter. Hit me up on there. Let me know what you thought. If you did enjoy today's episode, please share with your family, your friends. Please share with a black queen today to uplift her. You know, we need all the uplifting we can get in this community. If we're not going to do it, if they're not going to do it, we got to do it. You know, nobody else going to do it for us. We got to do it for ourselves, y'all. So please share this with the black queen today. Your favorite black queen, a black queen in need, somebody, anybody, share with them today. This has been Black Talk on the Black Box. I'm going to see y'all Friday, kings, and, and most importantly, queens. I love y'all. Bye.